So I kind of had some ideas about what I wanted to make this episode about after the podcast that I did yesterday. I wanted to talk a little bit about boredom and what boredom actually is and why we seemingly cannot tolerate it anymore. And I think that boredom and the inability to cope with it emerge alongside technology and its pernicious effects in our modern era. I wanted to ask you, what do you do in your day where you're absentmindedly going about a task and without really taking time to pay attention to what you're doing, how often do you sit with your thoughts? How often do you really understand what the source of your boredom is? So I thought I would explore this a little more and uh, try to delve deeper into my own source of boredom. I know that when I wake up in the morning, within the first five minutes, I'm looking at my phone to see who's messaged me last night and what sort of notifications I have, what emails have come in, and anything that I might have missed in the nine hours that I was seemingly in a different reality. And I wonder what what that is. And I heard an interesting point on Sam Harris's podcast the other day talking about the price of distraction. And you can think of human beings as information scavengers the same way that we think of animals at scavenging for food. That is to say that the human brain has really evolved to look for information in our ecosystem, in our in our surroundings as a way to help aid in our survival. However, what do we do in the 21st century when we are seemingly bombarded with information 24-7? It's hard to distinguish what we actually care about versus what interests have been forged by the technology that we engage in. I think an interesting point here is what would happen in the absence of information saturation. I've noticed that the most tranquil state of mind that can be achieved usually comes in the absence of technology. And I know that a common theme of the 21st century, living in the West especially, and engaging in social media, is the problem of technology addiction. When you go for long periods of time without having used your phone or your computer, without even having any sort of access to social media or any form of internet access, your mind initially will go in many different directions and it might be hard to cope. But then it takes you to a place where you're actually able to appreciate your surroundings, what's going on, and the present moment at a much deeper level. And I think this is what's missing in our culture nowadays. It's an appreciation of what reality really is. When you go on your phone, when you check WhatsApp, you're communicating with someone who isn't really there. Tricking your brain pretty much into thinking that you're speaking with a person one-on-one, but really you're just alone staring at a screen. This happens all the time when we engage with media or social media online. Bombarded with information, these dopaminogenic rewards that we get from looking at the message, that ping of the phone, really triggers our brain into thinking that we're seeing meaningful information in our surroundings. Is it possible to live in a world without this connection? Is it possible to free yourself from the chains of technology addiction? I've been seeing more and more clinics cropping up across the world treating this technology addiction. And I know people, a lot of people will still laugh at the idea of being addicted to your phone and not treat it the same way that you would treat drug addiction or alcoholism. However, this is a problem that's getting increasingly worse by the day. I don't know how we can help ourselves. We're really dependent on each other to help us move beyond the chain's technology and to move towards a more transcendental form of existence. 
One of the solutions that I've figured out is turning off your phone every night at 10 p.m. and not turning it on until noon the next day. Now, I know that a lot of people might be dependent on forms of communication with their workplace for their job, such as Slack, email, or other mediums. However, for those of you who don't perhaps need a phone in the morning other than looking at your daily news, I would say that the absence of complete internet connectivity is almost freeing in a certain way. And I would highly encourage it to anyone who hasn't tried it yet. Some other ideas that I have for freeing yourself from technology may include going on so-called dopamine detox trips. So this may include turning off your phone for the entire weekend. I know it might be panic-inducing to not know whether your friends have written you or who you want to meet up with, but it can be a really great solution, actually. And I've also thought about the implications that this has on our relationships. So when my parents met, they met in high school and they didn't have phones back then. Nowadays, it's seemingly harder to actually meet somebody that you're interested in because of the effects that social media have had and technology have had on our preferences. I feel like it's harder to find someone that you're interested in because you feel like you have so many choices available, either through forms of dating or social media, that your expectations are higher of that perfect person that you're going to meet. And it might be harder to actually meet them. Whereas 40 years ago, meeting your high school sweetheart was really the status quo. The idea that you can always do better has taken a negative toll on modern dating. And I'm interested to see what solutions are available for people who want more meaningful, deeper relationships. Indeed, it is a difficult terrain to navigate, especially during this COVID pandemic. But technology in itself is not malicious, but it's the human tendency to search for dopamine rewards and scavenge for information combined with social media that really leads to this dependence and these addictions that we are seeing crop up. Endlessly scrolling through Instagram, liking every post, going on Facebook, viewing videos. Given that 70% of all videos that are viewed on YouTube come from the recommendations tab that you see on the right, we can see how this leads to hours of wasted time binge watching, passively watching videos that seemingly have no benefit. I mentioned yesterday on the podcast that when you meditate, you often see or experience random images and memories of things that you have viewed or experienced in the past couple of days. And one of the recurring images that I had today was a YouTube video that I watched online. This has no benefit whatsoever on who I am, but I can tell that this these images are floating around in my mind. And that's what dominates consciousness right now. If it doesn't benefit you in any sort of way, why do you have it there? As one of my favorite psychologists, William James, said, you spend your life according to what you pay attention to. And on that note, I will leave you to pay attention to what you do for the rest of the day.